Welcome to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Lueda Roshke, your host, and I've got Dawn Kennedy with me, and we are here to get in the Word today. Yay, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, by the time this airs well, on the radio, we'll yeah, be past Thanksgiving. Th- yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but it'll still be Thanksgiving season. weekend. It'll yeah. still be Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> so anyway, um, we weren't into the studio last week because I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. It was my 37th anniversary. And whoop, whoop. so uh, we didn't get to record a show, but I had a nice time off. But I was ready to get back in here and preach the word and, and uh, to just touch base with everybody. So... All right, let's get into the word, guys. We're going to turn to Zechariah chapter 9. Zechariah chapter 9. And we are going to start with verse 9. Actually, let's, I'm going to get over here to my Amplified Bible. And let's read it there. Rejoice greatly. Excuse me, verse 8. Then I will encamp about my house as a guard or a garrison so that none shall march back and forth and no oppressor or demanding collector I like that, or a demanding collector, shall again overturn them. For now my eyes are upon them. That's a good word right mm-hmm. there. Then I, the Lord, will encamp about my house. We're part of his house. We're part of Thank his you, family. Jesus. As a guard or a garrison so that none shall march back and forth and no oppressor or demanding collector shall again overrun them. For now my eyes are upon them. Let me just say that this... Um, this Zechariah chapter 9 in here uh, is so much about the coming Messiah. It, it foretells Jesus coming and his triumphal uh, entry into Jerusalem as he, you know, he, he triumphantly went in on a colt and he, he was declaring his Messiahship as he did that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is, this is so much talking about what was going to happen but now we're on the other side of it, and it has happened. But for us individually, I want you to read this. When we, when we read this, I want you to get this in your spirit, to not only think of it as a past prophecy in the Old Testament and one that came true in the New Testament, but that these things he's doing for you individually today if you will receive it. Amen? Mm-hmm. Okay. So rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem, behold, your king comes to you. Just take that in for a minute. Mm -hmm. Behold, your king comes to you. Now think about how backwards that is in the natural. If there was a king, we would be going to, an earthly king, we would be wanting to go to the throne. We'd want to be able to have an invitation to the palace and present our needs. And And the probability of getting to go would be slim, probably. Right. (laughs) And so, but this is saying your king, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the great and mighty one, the king, King Jesus is coming to you. Thank you, Father. Didn't he come to us? He came to us. When we were dead in our trespasses and sins, in all of our mess, in all of my mess, and all my mistakes, and uh, all that, all the junk, he came to me. He still comes to me. He's with me. It, it's it's he a constant. He never leaves pro- us or forsakes us. I know it, but you know we can read through the word so quickly. I'm going to get my quota in today. I'm going to read, and you miss just the little the little hidden buried nuggets unless you stop and you just you just give the holy spirit and and allow the word of god to speak to you allow jesus to speak to you through his written word because he is the word and when he says 
let's just back up verse 8. Just, just take this in. This is for you, okay? Take this as a message straight to you today. Then I, the Lord, will encamp, encamp about my house. He's going to camp around and about you. He's going to guard you as a guard or a garrison, you know, a garrison, an armed armed uh, army, so that none shall march back and forth and no oppress, oppressor or demanding collector shall again overrun them. That's a good word that's right a there. Good, you know, I even think that's a good word for people that are having financial difficulties mm-hmm. of course to it say. Is. Um, no oppressor mm-hmm. can overrun me mm-hmm. or collector Jesus, or collector in yeah. Jesus name. Yeah. You know, let, let God work with you to, right. to, to get these things taken care of. Mm-hmm. Let, they're not going to mm-hmm. overrun you. They're, they can't eat you. Right. You know, they can't <laughs> eat you. Uh, for now, my eyes are upon them. Think about that. His eyes are upon you. And now the first thing that will happen if you allow it, the devil will say, yeah, but the Lord's watching you. Better watch out. Look out. You're in trouble. But he's saying, I'm watching you. I'm garrisoning you about. I'm guarding you. I'm protecting you. And then he says, rejoice. Well, that's your reason to rejoice. That's one of the reasons. Rejoice. We really have no reason not to rejoice if we're in Christ. (laughs) In Christ. That's right. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Now that goes for you guys too. (laughs) O daughter or son. Shout aloud. You know, if we if we think heaven's going to be quiet, we got another thing coming. There's going to be shouting and praising and music and dancing before the Lord. And you know what? We can do that down here, too. Mm-hmm. I can't even Hallelujah. imagine what that really, really looks like. I mean, right. I have an idea, but right. I, I can't imagine what that really looks like. Exactly. Behold, your king comes to you. Behold, take notice. Uh, focus on that. Get, get your attention on that. And your king is coming to you. He is uncompromisingly just. He's just. He, he, there's no unfairness in God. There's no injustice. He's just. He's right. It's equal. And he provides justice. He gives, he causes us to be just. He also isn't ever looking at us and go, oh, well, you messed up yesterday, so I don't love you anymore. So I'm not going to take care of you today. No, he has new grace, new mercy for us every day. Mm -hmm. Everything is every day. Everything's new every day. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And thank God for that, because I sure enough need it every day. Behold, your king comes to you. He is uncompromisingly just and having salvation triumphant and victorious. He's triumphant. He's victorious. He has salvation. He sets us free. Triumphant and victorious, patient, meek, lowly, and riding on a donkey upon a colt, the foal of a donkey. So, so that is reference that in the New Testament's New Testament, excuse me, in Matthew 21, that is where that actually takes place. And I'm just going to briefly read that because it's just so, it's just so awesome. Uh, you know, many, 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 many years before, I didn't research it, I'm sorry to tell you how many years before, but a long time before, uh, Zechariah prophesies it, but then it comes to pass uh, in Matthew in 21 saying to them, go into the village, verse 2, opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, the Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. 
All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. They brought the donkey and the colt and and laid their clothes on them and set him on them. And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes who went before them and those who followed cried out saying, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of God. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. So it was a triumphal entry that had been prophesied in Zechariah. And this took place the Sunday before his crucifixion, that same week, right? The Sunday before the crucifixion. And it was the way Jesus proclaimed his Messiahship. He was fulfilling in minute detail the prophecy in Zechariah 9.9. I mean, down to the very last detail. The disciples laid their clothes on the colt and the multitudes spread their clothes on the road. You know why? Because a king's subjects paid homage to him by providing a carpet for him to ride on. So they were saying, you're the king, you're worthy, mm-hmm. you're the king. And I love it that they took, all, they laid their clothes, they, they put their clothes. To me, that's, that's like taking, put off the flesh, you know, lay it down before him, lay, lay down the old ways. And I know that's just my way of thinking. That's not, you know, that, that's my, my personal take on it. You know, it, it's symbolic to me uh, of taking off the worldly clothes, the, the, the things that have wrapped you around and that you've been clothed with and laying down and letting Jesus ride upon a, the colt across on that. And so, and he says, he comes to you meek and lowly. That word lowly, and I, this is some of the commentary in my New Living Spirit-filled, New Living Spirit-filled Bible, says a humility that is considerate, this is how he came, considerate, unassuming, gentle, mild, and meek. The zealots were looking for a warlike Messiah who would use force. Jesus shows so a greater. Grateful he yeah. doesn't do that to us. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful he loves us into, sub- into submitting to his will rather than to beat us into right. it. Exactly. I don't get very far when people are ugly with me. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Because Jesus showed a greater power than armed might, the power of humble wisdom and penetrating love. Meekness is not weakness, but power under perfect control. So he came, you know, in, through a, a virgin girl. He was born in a stable. It was humble. It was lowly. It was meek. That's so you and I could relate to him. That's so that you and I could, could come to him. If he was like they wanted him to, a warlike king that sat and reigned uh, on a throne and was cruel and hard or you couldn't get to him because of all the protocol, where would we be? We would, we would be left out. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least I would have been. Mm-hmm. But he came lowly, meek, considerate, unassuming, gentle. And to me. To me. To me. Behold, your king is coming to mm-hmm. you, is mm-hmm. what it says in Zechariah. Behold, your king is coming to you. And this is how he's coming. He's not coming, although he is high, although he is mighty. He's not unapproachable. He is not one that's unjust. He's not one that's condemning. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want you to go to hell. If you go to hell, he's not sending you to hell. Right. He will not send you to hell. Your sins will send you to hell if they are if you do not come to the Lord, receive his sacrifice, uh, 
of re- redeeming you, his, his, that, that covenant of redemption. If you receive that, then your sins is, are cast as far as the east is from the west, and they are cast into the sea of forgetfulness. He comes to you right where you're at, no matter what mess, no matter what trap of sin that you're in, no matter how low or far down you may seem, uh, then he, he comes to you. He comes riding on a Which donkey. Which is opposite the way the world does it, right? I exactly. Mean, I mean, the world wants the privilege. They yeah. want to be in that high place, that set-apart place mm-hmm. where you have to humble yourself to mm-hmm. come to them. Mm-hmm. Which we do still have to humble ourselves before the Lord, but He He still made a way for us. He came to us first. Mm-hmm. He was our example. He was our example. He came to us, and He didn't demand the way the world does it. He, dem- he came in opposite spirit. Right. Of what they have, how the world does yeah. it with love. He is our example in everything. Every single area of life, he is our example. I like what they said, though, when the multitude, you know, they spread their clothes out for him, declaring, saying, you are the king, you are the Messiah. He said, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. That word Hosanna means save now. Not save next week, not next later. year, a decade from now, or the end of my life. It or means never. save now. Yeah. Some people think right. they can never be redeemed. Right, exactly. But he's saying, they were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, save me now. Save me now. And you know, there are sometimes, now, there's a, to me, there is an eternal, there is the, the most important of all, eternal salvation, Right. But sometimes I need saving on different levels. Sometimes I need to say, okay, behold, my king is coming to me, riding on a lowly colt, riding. My king is coming to me today, and I can cry, Hosanna, save now. Save me now in this financial crisis. Save me now in this health crisis, in this family crisis. Save now. Behold, my king, come to me. Save me now. But that's what that word originally meant. Then it came to mean, uh, it was first, it was a, it was a plea. This is from my notes on my, in my Bible. It was a plea from an oppressed people to their savior for deliverance. And you can still do that today. Later, it came to be a standard shout of praise. Hosanna, Hosanna, save now. Hosanna or just a worship. Uh, Psalms 118, 25, and 26, from which the quote comes, is messianic. So it was, it was declaring, you are the Messiah. You know what the word Messiah means? Anointed. The anointed one and his anointing. Therefore, the people were publicly acknowledging Jesus as the Messiah, as rightfully they should, and so should we today declare that he is the Messiah. So I wanted to get that. That's actually not my message and where I'm going but I wanted you to get that um, understanding of the backdrop and what this chapter, this Messianic chapter is about and how it's, it was spoken many, many years ago by the prophet Zechariah and then fulfilled in Matthew uh, when Jesus comes riding on a colt, on a donkey, mm-hmm. lowly and coming to his people, coming and being triumphant. You know, he's a triumphant God. He's triumphant. So uh, that... I hope that blessed you because there's so many things in that, just like I was talking about, Dawn, about it how already blessed my socks yeah. off and we're not even in all the way in yet. I uh, know. <laughs> I mean, isn't God's word? It's so relevant. It's, it's so alive. It's so moving. It's so healing. It's, it's so delivering. It, 
it's so encouraging and refreshing and building you up. It's so instructive. It's for reproof. It's correction and for inspiration. It's just for everything. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just taking that time to say, okay. And you know what's cool? Let me encourage you people, uh, everyone. Maybe you've not read the Word a lot, or maybe this is new to you, or you've just never really gotten into it. Let me tell you something. We all start somewhere. Mm -hmm. But you know what's so awesome? When you start reading the Word and going to church, I want to encourage you to get into a good Bible-believing church. When you start uh, reading the Word, studying it, and then hearing it from other sources as well, what will happen is, and this is what happens to me, is one scripture will spark another scripture, and it'll remind me of this other scripture. And it's just the Holy Spirit and the Word in action, right? So I'm not a Bible scholar, but the Holy Ghost is. <laughs> the Holy Spirit's on the inside of me, and the Word of God is on the inside of me, and it's alive, and it will, it will accomplish that which it's sent out to do. It won't return void. So all of a sudden, Scripture will begin to interpret Scripture that's been stored up on the inside of you and to say, no, go this way. No, this is the way. No, let that go. No, this is what that really means. That's not the truth. This is this, you, that, that you're believing is not the truth. That's a lie. And it, it, it is so life changing. And so I want to encourage you to just get in the word and don't be discouraged because you don't know it. Just start today. Just start where you're at and say, Lord, speak to me through your word. I open up my heart. Holy Spirit, I, I open up my heart and my mind. Speak to me. Word of God, speak. Word of God, speak to me. And he will. And yes, he, he does. will. It's so awesome. So back over <laughs> to Zechariah chapter 9. Uh, we started in verse 8. Uh, let's go on to verse, well, let's just go on through verse 10. And I will cut off and exterminate the war chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off. And he shall speak the word, and peace shall come to the nations. Who? Jesus. And his dominion shall be from the Mediterranean Sea to any other sea, and from the river Euphrates to the ends of the earth. So he is going to, uh, he's going to cut off these assignments against you. That's what that's talking about. I will cut off and exterminate the war chariot. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I need cut off from me some attacks and assignments of the enemy. And he, and he, he does it. Uh, that word dominion, he, his dominion shall be from sea to sea. Dominion means sovereignty, jurisdiction, rulership. So his rulership, uh, it means the, to rule, to govern, to reign, to have dominion, to exercise authority. Authority is good. It's, it's good to understand that Jesus has dominion and authority. And then he went, he, he gave it to us through his death, burial, and resurrection. He gave us dominion and authority to reign and rule, to execute justice and judgment and to, um, how would you say it? The, everything that Jesus paid for to avail ourselves of it, to use it. That's what he did it for our salvation in eternity, but he did it for our salvation here on earth, for us to live here on earth. And so he will uh, teach you how to exert dominion in areas. Some Listen, you know what the some of the most difficult battles are? And to exert dominion is over the yourself. I mean, mm -hmm. your, the old self. When you yeah. don't realize, when you don't, when you focus in on the old flesh and the old self and the old ways of doing things, and, and you're fighting that, fighting that, fighting that, 
And I understand, you know, you can have addictions and those things are really, they're hard, but they're not impossible to be broken off. But when you begin to change your focus from you and your flesh and stop trying to war over all of that, but just declare it is done because Jesus Christ said it is finished. I'm a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. I am a, a new creature in Christ. I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. And I can do all things through Christ in the name of Jesus. That was the old me. But this is the new me. You enter into the rest of God. Right. Into the rest he provided on the cross mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. by saying, I'm loved and I can do this because you strengthen me. Yes, he does. He because does. you change me, not because I have to change myself. He gives you the strength and the power to change yourself. Yes, exactly. It's not on your own energy. Mm-hmm. It's on his. Right. He does all the work. Mm-hmm. And he's given you, the Bible says you've been given all things. All things pertaining to life and godliness. So everything I need to do life on this earth and to be godly, it's it's all in me. Mm-hmm. I have everything I need. Everything I need. You know, when we started doing TV and everything and radio, Flat did not have the money. I still don't have the money. God does. <laughs> He and provides every, it every month. That's right. Every month it's like, okay, Father, I'm needing a miracle here, Lord, uh, to take care of the needs of the ministry. Need a miracle. And and every month. But it was that going ahead and stepping out and doing it then, right? And realizing this is what he said. He said, I can do it. Mm-hmm. You, In other words, you can fulfill your call and your mission. And if you have a dream, and you should, because it's there. Just to become alive and awaken to it and realize that God created you for something special and amazing. Today, we're that we haven't got down to actually to the to that verse yet, but the title of my message is like jewels in a crown. And so you have so much locked up on the inside of you, so much greatness, so much power and anointing, so much giftedness and ability, whether anybody else recognizes it or not, you need to recognize it and begin to give it place, begin to give it expression, begin to walk in it, begin to let it loose on this earth because somebody is needing you to say yes. Somebody is on the other side of your yes, on the other side of your obedience that needs what you have. And so you can begin to exert that dominion or like that verse was talking about exert you know exert the dominion and just declare this is what this is who jesus said i am this is what the word says i am and i'm going to step out whether i have you know we like i said we didn't have the money to start the tv programs we were almost flat broke whenever we signed when i signed the contract with fear and trembling by faith and that was uh we've been on impact for three years yes and every month god is taking care of it we don't have any big sponsors. Hey, though, if somebody out there wants to be a big sponsor, whoo, hallelujah, bring it on. If somebody wants to be a little sponsor or a little donator, you bring it on. Go to lueda.org <laughs> and we'll, right. we'll help you out. Yeah, <laughs> L-O-U-A-D-A.org. We will take it and use it for the glory of God and, and to win souls for the kingdom of God and encourage and equip people. But, you know, what I'm saying is begin to realize you're not the old you you're 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 not that one you're not the despised one no he said behold the king is coming to you Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're the beloved you're the you're the loved thank you lord Mm -hmm. thank you for that father we are and then beginning to realize that and stepping out into it you know we can wait until we're until things are perfect everything's right like when does that happen (laughs) never (laughs) <laughs> like you have all the provision and you've got all the schooling and I'm all for provision. I'm, 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 I'm for schooling. I'm for all of that. 
But you know what? Start with what you've got right now. Begin to move in that it take the small step into the arena of where you where you want to go. Take the little step. Say yes to that little open door. And you know what? God will begin to move uh, open other doors. On the every time you say yes to God's open door and step into it by faith, it opens the next door. When you say yes to that door, it opens the next door. And I have seen that in my life over and over and over. It's unexplainable and and illogical in the natural. It, it makes no sense whatsoever. But I tell you, if you just begin to step, exercise your dominion. Uh, you know, the reason I got off on all this and started talking about this was verse 10. It says, I will cut off and exterminate the war, char- war chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem. You know, those things that are coming against you and the battle bow shall be cut off. I mean, Jesus Christ made a public show of the enemy and totally defeated him, took the keys of death hell and the grave he's given us the keys to the kingdom and he says occupy till i come and so uh he said he shall speak the word and peace shall come to the nations and his dominion so he's speaking the word to us peace is coming to us the word is coming to us and his dominion shall be from the sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth and i take that to mean in me in me Mm-hmm. All right. So from border to border in my life, right. from from me and my spirit, soul, body, mind, will, and emotions to my from family. From issue to issue, from issue, river to river. <laughs> circumstance, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, around my home, around my family, around my ministry, he shall exert dominion and he shall speak peace to me. Come on, you have to take the word personally. And I, I don't believe I'm, I'm, I'm out of line with this because I think this is a, yes, this is a messianic prophecy. And Zechariah, that was fulfilled in Matthew when Jesus came his triumphal in, in, uh, entry into Jerusalem. Absolutely. But it's still, it, it will speak to you specifically in details in your life, whether it's Old Testament or New Testament. And you allow him to begin to speak to you. Dawn, I can't believe it. We're almost down to the last one minute of the first top of the I know, show. and I'm not even talking that much. I'm just taking this one in. I mean, I read ahead of time, and I did what you, you know, I prepare, but I, I'm kind of just listening to you because I'm well, enjoying it. Well, I tell you what, Holy Spirit's ministering to me. God's word is awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And uh, so we're going to take a quick break, and uh, uh, it won't take but just a second. But listen, I want to invite you people before I start the second half of the program that you can go to Luada.org. And as Dawn was a really good assistant over there, and she said, if you want to donate and help us to continue <laughs> to preach the gospel, we say, yes, amen, let the we Lord lead you. We also take prayer requests. Well, yes, and, we do. And things like that. Yeah. So you can call our prayer line at 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. And our trained anointed prayer partners will pray with you. But you can leave it on there. There's prayer. There's a place for prayer requests and yes. comments. And we want that and we want to communicate with you absolutely we sure do and you can go to our website at lueda.org there's lots of free resources there's uh, uh by tv programs uh episodes of that and podcasts so don't go away we'll be right back <laughs> 